Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. And relationships come in all shapes and sizes these days and so does the way that couples split their money. Shared bank accounts are no longer the norm because us ladies didn't fight for our financial independence for nothing, right? Yes, amen. But woo up for a second because according to author and founder of Women With Sense, Natasha Janssen's, separate bank accounts might not be the silver bullet you think. Let's face it, money is a deeply emotionally charged topic. Even more so when you add another person into the mix and you each have your own financial fears, your beliefs and values. So how then do you manage your money when each of you have your own goals, priorities and spending habits? What do you do if one of you is a saver and the other a spender? And what if you can't agree on goals? In fact, money in relationships can be so challenging that arguments over money are cited as the leading predictor of divorce and relationship breakdown. So to manage these differences, more and more couples have decided that keeping separate bank accounts is the way to go. This way your money is your own and you don't have to answer to anyone or argue if you disagree. You get to maintain your own independence and having access to your own cash can even protect you from financial abuse. However, separate bank accounts aren't the silver bullet that they are made out to be. For starters, they reduce the need for couples to talk to each other and share a common ground because each of you is free to do as you wish in isolation of the other. They also facilitate a tit-for-tat mindset as each of you look at just paying your own half. And both of these can be extremely damaging to a relationship. Last but not least, separate bank accounts can in fact enable financial abuse, especially if you aren't working or your partner controls how much goes into your account. So if you don't want your financial independence to come at the expense of your relationship, let's take a look at a few things that you can try instead. First of all, set up some common goals to work toward together. So regardless of how you set up your banking structure, it's crucial that you work on a common vision for a future you are both committed to building. Otherwise, you will each start doing your own thing in isolation of each other, and over time you will begin to drift off in different directions. So something you can do is put together your idea of a dream life, where you want to work, where you want to live, how you want to spend your free time. And then try to narrow down what it is about that particular goal that is valuable and meaningful to you. And then swap notes with your partner and try to look for common ground. What are some goals and values that you both share and are willing to work toward? The second tip is to be transparent with each other. So if you have loans or bank accounts in both your names, it is important that each of you have access and visibility of these accounts. It's also really important to participate and consult each other in the decision making. So it's not unusual for couples to divide labour around the home and finances are no different. Often one will carry the brunt of managing the day to day or the big ticket items or both. Now even if you have delegated this task, it's really important not to bury your head in the sand. Too often I hear my husband or my partner handles all of that, I have no clue where anything is. Not having a say in or knowledge of your financial affairs can also be damaging to the relationship as it can mean that one or both of you can begin to feel unsupported in the decision making. And it can also enable financial control to start to creep in. Last but not least, don't share your passwords. That's to your phone, to your MyGov, to your emails or to your banking. This is what will protect your independence more than any banking structure that you can establish. 
Remember, managing money as a couple is less about how you structure your bank accounts and more about how you communicate with one another. Communication is key. That is the message here. And if you or someone that you know is experiencing financial abuse, please call 1800RESPECT on 1-800-737-732 or visit 1800respect.org.au. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I will catch you on Friday for more Small Change.